Respectfully. 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 A melanated therapist. Welcome in and welcome home, family. I'm Rade. Demetric. And just a quick disclaimer, this is not therapy. We are just two people who are doing a podcast who happen to be therapists. The information in our podcast is for psychoeducation and entertainment purposes only. If you are in need of therapeutic resources, please feel free to contact us and we'll point you in the right direction. That's right. So today's topic is imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is the belief that you're inadequate and incompetent despite evidence that indicates that you're skilled and successful in a particular area. Yes, and imposter syndrome can appear in a number of different ways. You have the perfectionists who are individuals that are never satisfied and always feel like their work could be better. Rather than focusing on their strengths, they tend to fixate on any flaws or mistakes. You have the superhero, which um, are individuals who feel compelled to push themselves to work as hard as possible because they feel inadequate. Um, You have the expert, which are individuals who are trying to learn more and never satisfied with their level of understanding. You have the natural genius, which are individuals who set excessively lofty goals for themselves and then feel crushed when they don't succeed on their first try. And then you have the soloist, which are individuals who are are individualistic and prefer to work alone. And their self-worth is often coupled with their productivity, so they often reject others' assistance. All right. So let's let me just kind of start off by asking you, have you ever dealt with imposter syndrome as a therapist? If so, like how do you deal with that? Ooh, so absolutely. Um and recently, um, you know, being a therapist, you know, it's it's not an easy job, you know, and a lot of people think that we just listen to people talk, but it's way so much more than that. Um, you know, there's treatment objectives and goals and all of these things that go into it are, you know, making sure you have the right knowledge, you know, of not only the person, but clinical practices. So, you know, sometimes I feel like, okay, am I doing a good job as a therapist? Am I really helping this person? Um, And it creeps in often, you know what I mean? Especially, you know, when you talk to other, you know, well-educated counselors or therapists in the field and you're like, wow, that person is, hella smart, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you start comparing yourself, you know, whether it's, you know, intentional or inadvertently. And, um, you know, what has helped me deal with it is really just um, talking to someone to share my feelings about how I'm, you know, how I'm feeling, you know, regarding imposter syndrome. And it's typically, you know, of course, Rade, and then we have, (laughs) you know, our good friend, Brittany, who's also a therapist who we, you know, talk to about certain things. And, you know, I start to like question my thoughts and, okay, well, what evidence do I have that, you know, I'm inadequate or I'm not doing a good job. And then I just kind of, you know, stop comparing myself to others and then focus on, you know, my abilities and my strengths and kind of looking at my, my client's successes as evidence that I do know what I'm doing and I am supposed to be doing this. Yeah, definitely. Well, Before I even go, let me ask you, which of the imposter syndrome kind of subgroups do you you fit into? Oh, I knew you was going to ask that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So like we said in our first episode, this is real and raw. So I'm definitely the perfectionist. Um, You know, 
I just want, you know, I do sometimes fixate on flaws or mistakes and feel like it has to be, you know, to my standards and expectations. And I end up do putting a lot of, you know, self-pressure and high amounts of anxiety on myself because of it. But, you know, I'm still a work in progress. So that's something that I'm actively working on. And just knowing that, you know, before I go into any project or situation that I am qualified and I do have, you know, the abilities and skills to successfully complete the task or project. And then from there, once I do it, you know, I might review it again and tweak it a little bit, but not for the sake of making it perfect, but for the sake of making sure that it is flowing and cohesive and I'm hitting all of the points that I need to. Yeah, I think for me, I have definitely dealt with imposter syndrome. Uh, You know this, like you just said, we will like talk to each other about just how we're feeling, where we're at about certain things. And as a therapist, I think it's easy for that to creep in on you. Like, and I think I've dealt with imposter syndrome most of my life, to be honest with you. It just didn't start when I became a therapist. I think it became even more heightened later, Um, especially during our grad program where we were having professors just kind of come up quick with questions and all these things. And I'm like, oh my God, am I going to be able to do that? Um, (laughs) and, And, you know, or when the client gets upset about something, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, damn, am I not doing my job right? Um, When truth of the matter is I am and, you know, we're all just human and expressing ourselves and I have to check in with that again. Um, I set very high standards for myself and I think that is sometimes very problematic, but that's what makes me me at the end of the day. Um, And I think that's how I deal with it. Like this acceptance that this is a part of me and me setting these high standards, me having this high anxiety about meeting my own standards, is just going to be a part of what it is. And I think it, in some ways, creates really, really good work on my end. To be honest with you, I even had, you know, some imposter syndrome about us doing this podcast. Like, what am I even going to talk about? (laughs) Same. These people don't want to hear me. But like they don't know us. Is. Like, right. what do we have to say? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But truth of the matter is, is, I had so much support. We had so much support. People like, yes. oh my god, I'm so excited to hear about this. All of these things, and I had to check back in with myself and like, no, Rade, you actually know what you're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. you know what you're doing. So don't start second guessing. Get in there mm-hmm. and do it. You know, a little nervous, but. It's to be expected. Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. And so because of imposter syndrome, I have really even struggled with like taking compliments, you know, because Mm -hmm. I think I'm a mix of like perfectionist and soloist. Um, Mm, I definitely, in some occasions, I like to work with other people, but most of them, I like to just do it myself, get it done. I know I'm going to meet my own standards. Um, Right, right. Hated group projects. You got to take a lot of people slack. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. And so, but definitely the perfectionist that really has standards, really high anxiety about my high standards. Um, mm-hmm. But what I will say is I always think my own expectations. And when I don't, I have to remind myself that I have to reframe that thought of I need to be perfect to I did my very best, you know, and Absolutely. be accepting of that and cheer myself on in that way. And also utilize mm-hmm. my support to cheer me on because sometimes I don't have it in me to do it. Yeah, 
Yeah, you made some very good points, especially, you know, um, not fighting your feelings, like truly ex- like leaning into them and accepting them because it's only when you acknowledge them that you can start to kind of unravel those core beliefs that are kind of holding you back or, you know, kind of exacerbating the, the feelings that come along with imposter syndrome, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and because of that, I think we, I struggle with acknowledging my feelings sometimes. Um, and then sometimes I struggle with overly acknowledging them. <laughs> um, which is why I think I fall into that perfectionist soloist because I think sometimes I get so engulfed in like how I feel, I feel, um, which also becomes a symptom of imposter syndrome. Yeah. I can't see anything outside of it. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, fam, we um going we're transitioning into a part of our podcast called Ask a Melanated Therapist. You know, what would you do therapist hats off? And, you know, this particular part of our um segment really just kind of comes from a human to human perspective, but with mm-hmm. a slight therapeutic undertone. Um so our question that we received is were you gonna say something right there? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, I really struggle with feeling like I am not cut out for my job as a journalist. I know I do well sometimes, but tr- during those times I that I mess up or feel unprepared, it's like I can't let those moments go. How do I deal with this? You have an answer for them? Um, I was going to kick it off to you and see what <laughs> see what you oh, have. Okay. But I, <laughs> I but can I mean, set us I, off here. Okay. All right. So um, I would say prepare, right? Mm-hmm. I think when we start to feel unprepared or uh, just like not ready for that moment, right? Start preparing. Mm-hmm. Get yourself mm-hmm. to a place where you feel comfortable, um, where you kind of rehearse over things you want to say, stuff like that. I think, mm-hmm. and even if it's just kind of in your head, but or write yourself a little outline, things like that. And then when you mess up, Give yourself some grace. Give yourself a moment to just kind of check back in. What did I mess up? How can I be better next time? It's mm-hmm. not about um, being so hard on yourself to the point that you can't do anything else. Like we don't want this to become debilitating. When you mess up or you feel unprepared, work through it. And I get that those are like hard things to just kind of say like way easier said than done, right? But we have to let those moments go. We have to be able to address them and move through them. I always like to say like, welcome those negative feelings, welcome those negative moments so that you can actually work through them. And so you are prepared for the next time it happens. Mm -hmm. And another way to deal with this, I think is go and talk to, if you have a boss or anything, go and talk to your boss, right? Um, ask for some tips and tricks. Maybe they have some different ideas that uh, they could bring to the table for you that has probably helped them in the past. Or maybe it looks like just going to talk to your support system and or using them as your audience, right, when you are trying to get things done. So those are some ways that you can address it. What about what are your thoughts? on your Well said. Um Pretty much what you were saying is pretty much what I was going to say. Um, you know, just speaking from my personal experience, especially with, you know, feeling unprepared or, you know, being stuck in that that cycle of, you know, not being able to let it go when you do mess up or you feel unprepared, which is ultimately, you know, showing up as anxiety or a cycle of anxiety surrounding it. Um, preparation is key. 
Um, you know, I don't like public speaking. And if I'm not prepared, like I really despise it. You know what I mean? But when I feel really prepared, it's just like a conversation for me. Um, And I think that the more you prepare for something, the less anxiety you're going to experience, the less inadequacy you may feel, um, you know, regarding, you know, ultimately imposter syndrome um, in the moment. And I think, you know, like Rade said, just kind of acknowledging what you're feeling so that you can kind of prepare yourself for that transition or to kind of unravel some of those core beliefs that you're feeding yourself in those moments to make sure that, you know, you're focusing on the moment at hand. You're being mindful of what's going on, mindful of how you're feeling. And then, preparation. Um, I think all of those things will kind of help you get through those moments. Yeah, 100%. Um, Oh, another thing too is is that I think just like you said, it becomes kind of like a conversation. You said that you're a journalist, so this could be written journalism or, you know, kind of news broadcasting kind of stuff. And I really think that it takes time to deal with these things. I don't think it just changes or switches off at all. Um, And imposter syndrome comes and goes, right? So Mm -hmm. again, recognizing, I think, what are the things that come up for you that let you know which subgroup of that imposter syndrome are you falling into? Are you a soloist? Are you a perfectionist? Like what is actually happening so that you know how to deal with it when it occurs? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, y'all. Um, if you have any other questions, make sure you send them to Respectfully Empty uh, for our Ask an Unlimited Therapist portion here. We are going to move into our Earth lesson. And it's pretty simple, guys. Earth lesson for this week is give yourself some grace, okay? Give yourself a moment to feel, to be, and accept that it happened. You can mm-hmm. forgive yourself for it and move on. Amen. (laughs) So next week is listener's choice. So please send us the topic that you would like to hear next week on social media or via email at respectfullymt at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at respectfullymt. Um, Until next time, fam. Respectfully. 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 A melanated therapist. therapist.